his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Is this what getting old is like? That is the question I've been struggling with today. And what I'd like from you is the sign, the moment that made you realize it's over. I'm getting old. My life will never be the same. 651-461-9226. It's Jason. It's drive time. So glad to be with you today. For the last month and a half, I've had this uh, kind of piercing pain in my upper right arm. And at first I just thought, because, you know, when you pump the amount of iron, I do. You're bound to get an injury once in a while. <laughs> Charlie, at your young age, yeah, you, you don't get the random pain, do you? I mean... Depends on what I'm doing. I mean, sure, there will be. Yeah, you have injuries or whatever, but but like you don't just wake up one day and you're like, huh? I mean, there's a crick in the neck, of course. Everybody gets that, but uh, no, no. So after I hit 40, you start getting those random pains, and it is somewhat difficult to know, is this pain worth going to the doctor, or is this just I'm getting old? So uh, a month and a half of a pain that only happens like when I – reach my right arm up to catch a ball. Like Seth threw a ball, a basketball at me the other day. Like not not even like a full-size basketball, like a squishy one. And I reach my hand up and go, ow! And when I'm in bed, if I reach my arm out to turn off my alarm clock, extending it that way hurts. Not just like raising my arm, going about my day, it doesn't really hurt. So I'm like, ah, this is going to resolve itself. Today, I went to the orthopedic doctor. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're like, all right. Like, maybe the doctor will just say, like, it's nothing. Stop being a baby. Would you, do doctors say that to people? This is what I, my internal dialogue is. Stop being a baby. Well, to babies. <laughs> yeah. Toughen up was sort of my, my thought to myself. So... First, they do x-rays, and I'm like, I I don't know why we're doing x-rays. I don't think there's a broken bone in there. You never know. Never know. I don't know. what. Can you see a tendon issue on an x-ray? I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I can call a guy. I don't know. So we're doing the thing, and then the doctor is like, all right, does it hurt? Your shoulder hurt. And I'm like... I filled out seven online forms and then an intake form on the way in that said it's the muscle in my upper arm. It's not 
But whatever. Maybe he's trying to trip me up. Maybe he's like a cop trying to catch me in a lie. Yeah, just for the pain meds. So he's like, all right, raise your arm. I do. He's like, "Tell, does that hurt? No. He's like, now take your arm and, like, extend it out like you're, like you're making a field goal sign. Does that hurt? Yes. <laughs> He's like, put your arm behind your back. And as I'm doing it, I'm going, ow! It's like, uh-huh. Oh, so that one hurts. Yeah. He's like, I know what it is. And he's very excited. And I'm sure, like, when you're a doctor, it is exciting when you're like, this took two minutes. I got it. I don't need your fancy scopes. I don't need your x-rays. I got it. He said, He says to the uh, young person who's, like, taking notes, uh, do you know what it is? And she wisely, she's like, I'm not playing this game. She passed. He says, you have frozen shoulder. Frozen shoulder? I'm like, what? What happened? What it, he's like, well, I have good news and bad news. The good news is most people with frozen shoulder don't need surgery. I'm like, oh, well, that is good news. Because I'm a radio talk show host. The injuries I should be facing in my life should pretty much be like sore throat region, right? That's a tough one, too. Well, that, you know, bounce back from you that. You don't know how hard it is in here. That's, thank you for honoring my pain. So frozen shoulder, which sounds like, I don't know, Charlie, if I told you you had a frozen shoulder, you. Sounds like a comic book ailment. That's right. Yeah. You're like, this is not real. That's not, that's not a real thing. He's, so the good news is I don't need surgery. The bad news, he said is that I will need physical therapy. He said it takes months or years to make it go away. And it really hurts. I'm like, Doc, like you just cut right to the chase. And so next week I will have my first physical therapy appointment of my life for an injury that did not, uh, that wasn't like a sports Injury. I have no idea how it happened. They said, like, inflammation is a cause. Yeah, well, I mean, you should. I guess it's too late now. I would have lied. Mm. I think I think this is a perfect time for a lie about how you injured yourself. Oh. Yeah. Well, there's always time for a lie, Charlie. Yeah. I, it's I mean, never too late. Never too late. He was kidding about the first parts about it not being a sports injury or a very heroic act. I assume the injury happened while I was doing a workout. That's my assumption. Like, I do, like, at-home workouts. My my good friend, Allie Holman, who does Core Camper, she used to be on the TV with me, and so I do her videos and her workouts. So it's possible uh, that it's that. It's also possible that it's just you're old, and stuff happens because you're old. And I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to give it up. Forty-eight. I'll be forty-nine in two weeks. I feel not old enough for this sort of nonsense. 
Lots of texts coming in at 651-461-9226. Jason, you're reporting common symptoms of a common ailment. Uh, it's diagnosed as patting yourself on the back. Yeah. Yeah? I can see that. <laughs> I knew I was getting old when I could no longer write my name in the snow with my P, and my name is only three letters long. Yep, that's... The old prostate, that'll, that'll be an issue. <laughs> uh, when I went to First Avenue and realized that I am now the creepy old guy over there. Ooh. If you're a live music concert lover, that moment has to come on fast. I'm already kind of there. Yeah. Going to, with, when going to house shows, like the underground little venues, frequently the oldest person. Ooh, it's tough. That is tough. Yeah, it's because it's it's college. That's like a just tw- out of college. Yeah, that's like a 20 yeah. year old, 19 year old. It's like 20 a, to 23, maybe 19 to 25 probably yeah. is is the is the big range. What there. gives you away as as is it? the? I don't hair, even know if so, something it's the hairline. Maybe it's the hairline. I don't know. I don't know if anything gives me away necessarily as much as just. I know. Yeah, I'm pretty aware. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, this is really internal. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm sort of struggling with this today because no one cares. Like, when I posted on my Instagram that I have frozen shoulders, so many people responded that they also have had frozen shoulder. So it's 200,000 a year in the U.S. Yeah. I'm becoming an expert, by the way. I've, I've Googled. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better believe the first thing I did after I made my appointment for physical therapy on Monday was I Googled it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, all right, is he making this up? Is this real? Adhesive capsulitis. Ooh. That's the that's the official name. And according to the MayoClinic.com, there's a I – like, I like this. I like this part of it. There's a freezing stage, mm. a frozen stage, and okay. a thawing stage. <laughs> now that I know there's something wrong, also it feels a thousand times worse, which makes oh, no yeah. sense. <laughs> Yesterday, Brian's in charge of this whole thing. I mean, it could make that not painful in a second. Probably so. 651-461-9226. I have frozen shoulder and I feel old. What was the first sign for you that the ship has sailed and you're too old? 48 or 49, buy the casket now, says one texter. Keep them coming. We'll keep it rolling here. Governor Tim Walls joining us today after 5 o'clock here on Drive Time with Russia. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 
Bros. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're all getting older. It's good. Getting older is mostly good. And sometimes it sends you to physical therapy. Connor says, I started feeling really old when I started listening to Drive Time with DeRussia. It's the same thing Nathan, who came to my house, my furnace guy came to the house today. And he's like, yeah, I'm getting old. I heard you say on the radio yesterday that I, that I was coming to your house. I'm like, it is a good sign. Like, once you've hit WCCO AM radio age. What do you think that is? 42. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Jason, being the creepy old guy at concerts doesn't exist for some shows. The last time I saw Ozzy live, over half the crowd was over 50. That is true. Yeah. Don't you think, like, the big concerts has, has become Outside of like the Taylor Swifts and the Beyonce's, almost exclusively the domain of the fifty plus crowd. One hundred percent, because it's yeah. so well, expensive. And and who's touring in those shows, and who wants to see them? But who, who's going to go to the Eagles? Yeah, you know, I'm, I, they're not are not a, a lot of it. Honestly, it's past my age. Yeah, my no. There's there's just not a ton of people no. that are going to be wanting to go to that show at the Target Center. Now, Roberta Taxon says. Uh, Amelia Santanello had frozen shoulder, and Amelia uh, saw my post on Instagram and reached out to me today, and she said, it sucks. <laughs> but she made it through the thawing She made stage. it through the thawing stage. Good. <laughs> yes. Good. Dr. Text writes in and says, use a heating pad. I'll send you a bill. That is the challenge, I find. Like, as you get older, though, knowing when do you, when do you actually go to the doctor? Yeah, see, and I'm already a hypochondriac. Mm. So, it's, do you it's go get it checked out, or do you like to? No, I don't. Solve I just I I yeah. rue in the fact that I am dying. Yeah, yeah. I have a stub toe. That's it for me. No more. No coming back from that one. That's what my brain says. Don't you wonder sometimes though? You get that sort of minor injury, and and you think like, what if I never walk the same again? Oh yeah, all Which, the time. Yeah. Which like. Odds are good. Well, like I was thinking with this, with my arm, I'm like, wow, this all, like I kept working out yeah, and just sort of modified my work. Like doing a burpee was sort of challenging, trying to support your weight on this arm that is not, that is apparently in a frozen state. Yep. Not ideal. But you're like, well, maybe if I just keep working out, 
Like that'll loosen, yeah, or something like that. I don't know. No, I mean, yeah, if I, I've gotten you know a neck crick that's lasted a week and a half, and I'm like, is this? Am I am I gonna be okay with my neck later? Is this is this forever yeah. now? Yeah. Some of this, you know, some of the tough spot, like being 48 and having to go to physical therapy because of a frozen shoulder, which again sounds made up, is it, it's not that bad, right? It's not that yeah. bad. It's just a sign, like okay. Here it comes. And some of the texters are saying, uh, as you get going, like, you have that first sign, and then you have, like, a big thing that says you're old. So, like, uh, one texter saying, I fell, and uh, MRIs showed spine stenosis, moderate to severe, that a neurosurgeon said, huh, that is way too advanced for your age because you're only 64. You're like, whoa. So it and spine stenosis only it just gets worse. Yeah, there's not much you can do about it. Um, I'm just I'm surprised you've never had physical therapy no. in your life. Yeah, that's been, well, I that's don't been... do anything. You've never what? broken a bone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what would I need? I whenever you go to the doctor and they say what procedures, what what surgeries have you had? And you're like, oh, now is really the time for the most embarrassing disclosures because I have had LASIK, I have had a hair transplant, and I have had a vasectomy. They just point at you and say nerd or what? Yeah, it's like, what? Is that, yeah. That's your, they're, they're not even boxes you can check. You have to write it in. You're my surgery. But you, I mean, you played sports as a kid, right? Didn't I? Did yeah, yeah but I, nothing. I played sports to the intensity and the degree one would expect from a future broadcaster. But okay, <laughs> this was all I wanted to do with my life. I know it's embarrassing now, when you, especially as you listen to it, you're like, "This was what you wanted to do? Spend a half hour talking about getting a cortisone shot and <laughs> uh, just wait." Uh, it was just over for me when the doc said that the the physical therapy is going to hurt. He's like, no pain, no gain, <laughs> and walked out, got into his Lexus, and called it a day. <laughs> what can you do? Frozen shoulder is awful, says one texter. Not until I had intense massage that I got rid of it after nine months of not sleeping. Yeah, that that is the issue. Like, I can't sleep on this side of my body, and I'm waking myself up in the middle of the night. Yeah. I mean, I think you'll adjust to that over over the many months. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah. 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 The many months of pain and tortured sleeping. But, yeah, you'll get Thanks for it. coming in. Yep. 7.30 this morning. That's how my day started. 3.29, we are going to take a break. We will come back. I'm very excited about our next guest. Because if you're like me, you put the recycling out at the curb, and then you sort of hope for the best, right? Like, what happens once they take that away? There are some major issues that have changed the game in recycling and maybe have changed the answer to that question over the last couple of years. We've got one of the, I mean, get your arms around this. The State Pollution Control Agent Agency has a market development specialist. And for good reason, we'll talk about what that's all about when we come back here on Drive Time with Russia.
I'm a little out of breath because I was just stuck in the hallway of the Odyssey building here at WCCO. I have worked here now for a year and a half, and no one ever told me, like, what any of the codes are to open the doors. I'm using other people's logins. It is hard to believe that this company is bankrupt. It is very hard to believe that. But I I was stuck in the hallway with our 405 guest. I had initial confidence in that I opened one door that didn't have a keypad, and then I get up to the second floor and start trying codes. I tried 830. That seemed to make sense. That ain't it. No. Do you know what the code is, Charlie? I I texted Charlie. No idea. Who was very helpful. Hey, I yelled at Susie to go and get you. I had 15 (laughs) seconds here. I'm working the board. I'm doing things. I will get... The, the the code to CCO to the second floor is a five-digit code, which, again, I didn't even know that. If you can guess the code and text it in to 651-461-9226, I will send you. Uh, I, I've got a – well, I have some prizes in, in the room. I have a bottle of vodka. I don't know if legally I can send somebody a bottle of vodka. Feels like no. <sighs> All right. Let's talk recycling. <laughs> oh, man, this is something that I think about every other Friday when I put my big blue bin at the end of my driveway where I've put uh, and I'm sort of obsessive about recycling. I know what's allowed in there, what isn't allowed in there. I've got in my compost bin that I pay extra to have. So, like, I'm into this stuff. And also, it's been impossible to avoid the coverage of, of, of the change in the recycling market with China changing the way it operates and how that affects our local recycling. The simple question for Susan Hepfron, the recycling market development specialist at the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency, who's with us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, because Susan did not want to get stuck in the hallway at WCCO. <laughs> Hi, Susan. Hi, how are you? I'm excellent. I, well, I'm you know I'm a little I'm a little wound up. I got to be honest, I'm a little wound up from being locked in the hallway. Well, I'm I'm trying to think of a good five digit code so I can win the vodka. <laughs> it is peak security over here. Let me tell you that much. Let let let's start with the simplest question about recycling. Does the stuff we leave at the end of our driveway does that get recycled? Well, you are not the only one to ask this question. We get it a lot. And the short answer is yes, it's getting recycled, at least here in Minnesota. So we do have a law here in Minnesota that says if recycling is collected for recycling, it must be taken to a recycling facility or some type of end market that makes it into a product, but it must get recycled. So that's kind of the legal answer. But... The other answer is that we have a lot of good, what we call end markets, people that buy the material and make it into another product. We have over 330 manufacturers just here in in Minnesota that use your recycling to make it into a new product. Because that's the key, right? I mean, technically you recycle it. It goes to a recycling center. They do the thing. But if nobody wants to buy whatever it is that the the new kind of raw recycled uh, pellet or whatever it is you make it in to sell it to a company, 
uh, it doesn't do a lot of good, does it? Right. So recycling is all about end markets. Yeah. If you don't have end yeah. markets, you don't have recycling. You have to, It's like a commodity like anything else. Somebody has to want to buy it. And luckily, um, like I said, we have over 330 manufacturers in here in Minnesota, so we have a lot of good local markets. Um, we have regional markets that people buy our material for. And I have to give a hands-off to our Minnesotans because they do a great job of recycling. I think a lot of people are, are like you uh, that are obsessive about it and put their recycling in the curb very clean. They only put the things in that they're supposed to. Um, this is my father's was- fault. My father was obsessed with this from a young age, and I remember bringing aluminum cans to the aluminum can recycling place, and he'd split the the, the pennies we'd earn with us. So <laughs> I, it started from childhood for me. I'm sure that's a big that's a big factor for making sure the next generations care about this stuff. Yep, absolutely. And when you talked about when it leaves your curb, it goes to these um, these uh, material recovery facilities, and these facilities, you know, it goes through all your recycling is all in one bucket, right? Yep. It goes to these facilities. It goes through conveyors, magnets, eddy currents, um, mechanical, optical sorting, human sorting, and now we have artificial intelligence that they're putting into these facilities. So they have um, our companies here in Minnesota have invested a lot to make sure that when all that material comes out the other side, it's pretty clean. And the cleaner the material, the easier it is to sell and the better price you get for it. So in Minnesota, we really don't have a lot of problems um, getting rid of our recyclable material. The only caveat to that is, you know, prices fluctuate, right? It's supply and demand. And so sometimes things get at a lower price and um, it's harder to get rid of. Susan Heffern is with us. She is the market developing uh, coordinator at the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency. Uh, we're talking recycling. I find your job fascinating because I think most of us don't think about the fact that you need a customer for this. So to me, the key is that if you're recycling stuff, if you're putting stuff in the bin, patting yourself on the back, I'm doing the right thing. Then it goes off to a recycling center where they, you know, sort it and prepare it to be sold. If the price is crappy, where the amount of money you're getting is, is, you know, throws the whole thing into jeopardy, the, the amount of money it takes to operate the system and all of that. So, so I wonder if you could give us sort of a status report on, on where we are on that. Yeah, so actually right now um, prices are good. Um, a year ago for corrugated cardboard, so when you get stuff online, you buy stuff online, the truck uh, puts it on your, yeah. on your doorstep, all that stuff that comes in that cardboard. A year ago, uh, recyclers were getting paid $35 a ton. Right now, it's $90 a ton. All that paper that you put in there, so your office paper, your junk mail, your magazines, all that type of paper, a year ago, it wasn't worth anything. Uh, right now, it's worth about $50 a ton. So, What changed? What changed the market? Um. It's a question of um, 
supply and demand again. So So um, more companies are coming up with ways to use these recycled products? Right. So, um, for example, we have a new company in Duluth called ST Paper. And now um, that used to be Verso. You know, when you you come up to Duluth over over 35, you see the paper plant. Um, So that came online recently. Um, One of the problems that we had was West Rock and St. Paul, they decided to close part of their line. So then all that cardboard that was going to them has to find another place. Eventually, the market works itself out. I worry about cardboard. Susan Heffern is the market development coordinator at the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency. Because like everyone, Susan, I take my experience and extrapolate it out and assume it's everyone's. And I have so dang many boxes coming to my house that never used to be a part of my life. Uh, I wonder and worry, like, can we recycle our way out of just the massive increase in paper and cardboard and trash and waste and food waste and all this stuff. I feel like our population is not increasing at the same rate when you look at the reports that show how much trash we generate. It's uh, concerning to me. Right. And so, I mean, that's why we'd like to, the first thing we want to do is prevent the waste in the first place. So look at what you're buying Look at um, maybe some different choices. Do you need that that material? Um, so prevent the waste in the first place. Then we want to reuse what we have, right? Those are the first two things. And then after that, that's when we look at recycling. What yeah. can we recycle? And uh, companies need to make it easier for us too, right? You can't have a package that has three different types of plastic layered. That's going to be hard to recycle. Mm. Yeah. So we're really looking at companies to, you know, look at your packaging, um, be responsible for what you're putting into the waste stream and, and see if we can get that recycled. On the other hand, you know, companies need to use recycled material in their products and more of them and more are doing that. Is plastic the trickiest thing? I feel like we get the most questions and I'm getting a text from my friend Mark over at Minnesota Gardens where they have thousands and thousands of those kind of garden center recycle, uh, you know, those plastic trays where the little seedlings grow in and the plants and those go, go to the landfill. They're not recyclable. Is that, is plastic a challenge because there's so many different types and, and what, what is the plastic story? Yeah. Plastic can be a challenge because if you look at a product, they have that little symbol on the bottom, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And really, the the ones and twos, which are your pot bottles, and then your milk jugs and detergent bottles, those are are highly recyclable. Um, Also, your fives, which are your um, cottage cheese containers, your yogurt containers, those have an end market. Also, your plastic film um, that you get, your bread bags, your produce bags, your grocery bags, take those to the grocery store. Don't put them in your curbside. (laughs) Uh, they'll just get wound up yeah. in, in the machinery. Um, so all those have very good stable markets. Um, it's the ones that uh, that have multi-layers and toys and things like that, that that are hard to recycle. But here in Minnesota, like I said, we do have a lot of good um, uh, end markets for plastic. So a lot of that is getting recycled here. 
Like the what? What are they making out of this stuff? So they're making um, a lot of uh, lumber. So your plastic lumber, your plastic decking. Sure. There's a lot of garden, um, uh, garden uh, edging, things like that that they're making here sure. in Minnesota. Some of the furniture um, and that stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then we have, uh, yeah, by the yard and, and lull furniture that's making it into, or a company that's making it into furniture. Um, we have a, a brand new facility in Rogers, Minnesota called MyPlast um, that just started up and they're taking all that plastic film. We used to send that plastic film to a company mm. called Trex right. that made plastic lumber. But now you want those local markets because less transportation costs, keep it local, use it locally. Well, this was really interesting, really good information for folks. I know China isn't taking U.S. trash anymore and U.S. recycling, so the fact that we're finding local markets, less driving this stuff around, all of that, I think, goes to the ethos of what people are hoping for with recycling. Susan, this was really great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Susan Heffron the Recycling Market Development Specialist at the MPCA. 350 weather and traffic. It's snowing out there. We're back in a minute here on CCO. We are standing by to see if Chris Christie will formally drop out of the Republican race for president. He's expected to announce that news in about four minutes, so we'll monitor that from CBS News. I enjoyed Chris Christie, but no one was going to vote for him. So this will have zero impact other than clearing someone else out. I do think it's so strange that we have the dumbest elections in this country, don't we? No one even gets to weigh in. It's just a couple of polls. Who where's the money line up? Who does the media cover? It's sort of a stupid way to elect people, isn't it? We don't even get to weigh in. We don't even get to discuss. No one even votes. No one has voted yet, and all these people are dropping out. It's always how it goes, I know, but it does. I just wish we had a shorter campaign. And we actually got to say, instead of everyone else deciding, Jeff Kolb is going to join us. A name you haven't heard of? Maybe, probably. He's talking about the media next. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.